In this new segment of Advisor Revelations, the DPL team will discuss how to evaluate new solutions and address current challenges and the strategies that can help you grow your firm and AUM. Welcome to the Advisor Revelation podcast, where we speak with our consultants here at DPL and learn how the advisors are utilizing the services to help them organically grow assets under management, as well as improve their client outcomes. This is Tim Rimbowski, the Vice President of Member Success here at DPL, and joined with me today is Bryce Thweet, one of our consultants. Bryce, welcome to have on the show. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, totally. And today, Bryce, I think we have a exciting topic to talk about. It's front of mind, at least, because what we're hearing from a lot of advisors is, you know, this is really, I guess you had the COVID kind of quick spike, but it was more of a V-shaped recovery. This is the first time we've had kind of a down market where really since what, 2008, 2009, where people think that this could be down if you could stay down for a little while. Now that businesses are driven off of AUM, you know, that downturn is having a pretty big impact. Is that kind of what advisors are telling you right now? Absolutely. This is a conversation that occurs every day in our calls with advisors and working through client cases. Advisors are telling us there's nowhere safe in the market. Bonds aren't returning like they used to, and we have incredible volatility. And those two components we haven't seen in a while. So they're looking to alternatives to figure out how to solve and how to create safety and organically grow clients' assets again to stay true to plan. Yeah. I mean, because right now we're looking at what about a 20, 25% decline in equities, about a 12% decline in fixed income. And then we get crypto down, you know, 50, 60%. Yeah, lots of volatility, like you mentioned. And, you know, one of the, the biggest things is, you know, from an advisor's practice, you know, you're built for growth. So you're funding that growth, you're using your revenue for that growth. And due to these market declines, many firms we talk to, you know, it's impacting their bottom line revenue pretty significantly. So, with that, Bryce, what are some things that you're seeing, some new strategies advisors are looking at potentially to to replenish those assets under management? I mean, because you know, taking more risk can't be the answer every time, right? Take on more risk to get the AUM back, especially in a risky times. What are some other things that you're seeing advisors do? Yeah, certainly. Advisors are starting to look for protection strategies where they can still attain, you know, an interest rate on the funds or the assets that we're looking at for clients while also principally preserving assets. One solution that has gotten a lot of traction lately is a liquid index protector five. And by liquid, we mean no surrender schedule on the strategy itself. And it gives us the ability to preserve principal while still being able to get a, either a guaranteed rate or participate in market returns. Yeah. So essentially what you're saying, it sounds like that's a solution that has a very similar risk profile as a bond, but the returns are not going to be correlated with yield. Because right? I think that's one of the biggest things right now that we've been hearing from advisors is that, you know, bond returns, they're, they're so correlated to yield, right? That's the main driver in returns. And right now with, you know, treasuries moving around the Fed, moving rates all around, it's pretty hard to predict what's about to happen, right? So in that type of solution, it sounds like you can diversify away from bond yields, yet still have kind of the safety that you're looking for, right? Absolutely. Looking at de-risking overall portfolio and getting a more improved risk-adjusted return when we start looking at places like bonds, being able to attain a higher return out of the product without compromising on the risk profile of the actual solution we're using. And that's been powerful, not only for advisors seeking to grow AUM, but really helping provide that outcome, that peace of mind to the client as well. And it's an index annuity, right? You can't lose money. So that's kind of that risk profile of the bond. 
and the cap rates, what are some of the cap rates you're seeing in those products today? Yeah, you can get a cap rate as high as nine and a quarter when we're looking at an S&P allocation or even an upwards of 11% as well. So a lot of really attractive options inside of it. So it sounds like you don't have any correlation with equities down, but you do have a lot of correlation on the way up and you're capturing the first, you said nine to 11% in some of the equity markets. That sounds pretty significant, especially with bonds being down you know, 10%, 12%, sounds like a strategy like this, you wouldn't have lost anything. And then let's hope the market recovers here shortly. But when it does recover, you're going to capture a lot of that upside, it sounds like. Yeah, capture a lot of upside. And since we do have this safety strategy in place, right when the market rebounds, we can be a little bit more aggressive right at the get-go, allowing ourselves to not only grow AUM, but try to regain some ground from where this volatility left us. So it can be pretty impactful, not only now, but looking forward. So, I mean, this sounds to me like a great option for, you know, client retention here. And that's something that we hear about is when the market's down, clients get a little nervous, get a little antsy. And I know historically our answer has always been, we'll stick to the course, stick to the course. You know, we'll continue down our financial plan. The market will come back. But sometimes clients just get antsy. So have you been seeing advisors use this as a way just to retain a client that they might be afraid of the market or might be on the fringe of, you know, kind of, you know, do it yourself? Or how are you seeing advisors use this as a retention tool? Yeah, great question. One of the advisors I work with pretty much daily, he brought a client case to me where a client sold out of their equity positions and was really looking for some safety positions. So they deemed a worthy to go to cash in a bank where they're not yielding anything, but that was the best option that they had available to them. So looking in that particular situation, there's one of two things that can happen. We sit in cash, we don't earn anything, and we're a little bit behind even more than we would be in the volatility kind of cycle. Or they're getting sold by the bank themselves, different assets that are going to have these Mm -hmm. principal protection components. And one thing that kind of bothers the advisor is at the end of the day, that was assets they had under management, but also is it going to fit with the rest of the plan that they're building for the client? So advisors are seeing this. The advisor I worked with saw this particular fixed index annuity and saw it as a great option to help capture that sideline cash keep the client's assets safe without having to compromise on not getting any return, like in cash. Yeah, that makes a, a ton of sense, especially because like you said, when you if you de-risk too much, if you just completely go to cash, then you run your financial plan, your Monte Carlo score is not going to look favorable because you're going to lose all those future returns that you need to make your plan work. So, you know, keeping clients out of cash definitely be a great strategy there. What about though for an advisor that says, hey, what I'm really trying to do in this market cycle is, you know, with my AUM being down, I want to go after additional assets so that I can recoup my AUM because obviously we have no control over the market. We can't say, hey, S&P rise, so my revenue goes back up, right? It doesn't work that way. However, there are strategies out there that advisors can start to implement where they can go after some of those held away assets. I think one you were mentioning was clients that might be sitting in cash positions. So tell us about some advisor stories you've seen where you know maybe there's a client that has a bunch of money in a bank account or a CD or something like that. How have you seen advisors kind of approaching those dollars in order to recoup some of their AUM? Great question. I actually just came up yesterday working with an advisor who whose client was looking at a CD at a bank. The client had went into the bank. They had approached them and said, hey, we've got CDs on five, six-year durations paying close to 3%. 
you know, it's going to be in a lot better spot than your cash. Well, luckily the client went to the advisor and was discussing the strategy at the bank with them and a light bulb clicked for the advisor. I have opportunities. I have solutions within my toolkit on our side for that same five-year duration, you can earn up to 4.6%. So what's going to be the better option for the client? So being able to go and say, hey, client, I have a better strategy. Let's go ahead and bring this over back under our firm where we can manage it in relation to the rest of your plan. We don't lose visibility and we know exactly what's going on. But that gives the client the ability to have a one-stop shop to be able to access and have questions answered and see where it's going to fit in later on. Another opportunity that I'm also seeing advisors start to look at as well outside of just the bank channel is existing annuities. Annuities that were sold years and years ago on a commission side got longer surrender schedules. And what's likely to happen during a 10-year surrender schedule period is client's goals change. Life happens. We change objectives. We no longer need this asset to produce income. We know what can we do with it. So we're working with a lot of advisors right now, honing in on what the client needs in the plan today and what they're going to need five, six, 10 years down the road and finding solutions that are going to fit their overall objective and risk tolerance today. Yeah, because I think what we see is that you know, during a bull market, right? And you're adding new clients. Life is great, right? The market's going up, revenue's increasing because the market's going up. And for the most part, you don't have to worry about the held away assets because if you can get the clients, you know, 80, 90% of their net worth, which is going to be their 401k, their brokerage account, all that good stuff, you can get all that. The market's going up, revenue looks really nice. I think what we're finding though is now that the market's down, that 10 to 15% that's held away is becoming more important because that's how you can replenish some of that 20% market drop. And I think what we see a lot of times is that you know advisors haven't asked about annuities in the past because they didn't need to, right? Because everything else is doing so well. Why would I care about you know five to 10% of their net worth that's tied up in the annuity? So for advisors that may think, I don't have any clients with annuities, right? You're telling me about this 1035 exchange, but that doesn't really apply to me. What advice would you have for that person that maybe doesn't think that any of their clients own that? Do you think, is it because they haven't asked or kind of what are you seeing around that? Yeah. So if you certainly haven't asked about insurance that your clients may hold, any annuities, life insurance policies, or you don't advertise it as part of your planning process, you're likely not going to find it because why would the client bring it up? At the end of the day, the best tool that you're going to have is discovery. And DPL, we have specific marketing tools designed to help you search through your client base and find these assets that may exist. And then we're going to back you up and give you the tools to be able to self-service and figure out, does another alternative exist? You know, How can we implement it? How can we push this over to a fee-based alternative that we can bring under management? And that's a huge key and a huge value add that DPL adds through our resources on our side. Yeah. And let's just talk about the stats for a second. You know, if you look at US long-term savings dollars, it's like 20% of long-term US savings dollars are invested in insurance products. That's the stat, right? The other one that I hear all the time is that half of retirees have owned an annuity at some point in their life. So if you're an advisor and you're working with clients, if you have a demographic that's older, that's retired, half of them likely have owned something like this at some point. The other one that's crazy is when you look at the annuity market, it's a $6 trillion industry. So, I mean, that's a lot of money. And you know, the thing about it, the $6 trillion industry that's very interesting is that that's 
99.5, it's almost all commission-driven contracts because these commission-free products are relatively new in the market. So think about it. It's such a huge market. There's trillions and trillions of dollars out there that are all commission-driven. They're expensive. You know, We see these up to, what, 4% in expenses a lot of times. So think about if you're actually out trying to market, get new clients, or even get more from your existing clients, it's a relatively untapped market if you think about it from that perspective. Bryson, in your experience when you've been working with advisors, have they been using 1035 exchanges, which is a method of moving one annuity to another, you know, tax-free transfer? A lot of times we can save a lot of money when we do those as well. But have you been seeing advisors that use that annuity rescue 1035 concept as a way to maybe get new clients in the door or to differentiate themselves from another advisor? Yeah, absolutely. Actually working with another firm that this is their main focus right now is client discovery and using this in their prospecting toolkit is as you're going out, as clients are meeting new advisors and they're looking for the firm that's going to help them meet their goals financially, they're being sold a lot of the same stuff from firm to firm. So you've got to find a way to differentiate yourself in terms of what you're putting in front of the client. And what most firms aren't doing is handling that insurance side and saying, hey, this is what we can offer you. This is our plan for this asset. And we're finding that those that are handling that piece of the puzzle, that are asking those questions, that are adding that value, they're winning the client cases nine times out of 10. It's a huge value add. It's going to differentiate your practice. And it's a great way to take typically sidelined assets and bring them under management. And what about the client that maybe they work with Two or three different advisors, or maybe they work with an advisor, but then some of their money is self-directed, right? So maybe I'm an advisor and I have all the assets because there's either someone else in the play or the, the client thinks they can do it themselves, right? For that type of person, what I've heard is that, you know, with fixed income being down 10 to 12%, it's kind of learning your fruit, right? I mean, that's an easy way if you can say, hey, I have this strategy, because you know, most clients retire is what in a 60-40 portfolio. So that means 40% of their portfolio, you know, it's down 10 or 12% and the future doesn't look too bright there. So if you could talk about some of these strategies you've been mentioning today, like this index annuity, this cap of like nine or 11% and use that as a way to maybe go after that other advisor, maybe that self-directed account with fixed income. Have you seen advisors use kind of some of our solutions as kind of a way to go after even other advisors and self-directed clients with the bond specifically? Yeah, absolutely. So in the fixed index strategy, a lot of advisors are utilizing it to capture, have those conversations early on with their clients to get an idea of you know, what the volatility is meant to them and how it's going to impact the overall plan. And what they're finding is we're able to carve out a small portion of either that bond allocation or maybe a part of equities and put it into a fixed index annuity or even a registered index linked annuity, which allows us to diversify a little bit on how we're allocating within the strategy itself, but really customize and tailor the risk profile to the client themselves to make sure that we're not giving up too much upside or we're not you know, favoring too much protection. Those two strategies go hand in hand and they can be make it or break it for a few clients when we talk about long-term outlooks in the market. And I think one of the huge benefits that DPL brings to the table here to help in all of this is the tools on the website, right? I mean, you were talking earlier about CDs. 
If you want to shop DPL's rates, you mentioned that advisor that knew about the different rates versus the CD. You have the MIGA marketplace, right? You go out to the MIGA marketplace, you can see all those fixed rates. It's almost like going to bankrate.com or, you know, whatever bank system you want to go to to find CDs and, you know, shop rates. We're doing the same thing here where we can basically show you, you know, fixed annuity rates for that type of client. The second thing we talked about today was those 1035 exchanges. We have that annuity comparison tool on the website where you can just quickly do that comparison, right? So if you have clients that hold away annuities, we're talking just minutes to review those, not hours. I mean, it's going to be super quick and easy. And the third thing you were talking about was just comparing an annuity to a bond, right? We have our fixed income comparison tool on the website where you can quickly do that comparison, put in whatever bond profile you'd like and compare it to an annuity. So all the topics that we're talking about today, a great place to start with discovery as a next step from here would be just go to the website, play around with one of those three tools because it's really going to simplify and make it really easy for you to do discovery. Do you see advisors getting tons of value from those tools, Bryce? Yeah, absolutely. It's like having a pocket consultant in your office. Always a dedicated resource. You're able to go there and get the answers that you need right then. And then you also have you know, a dedicated consultant to you that's there to answer any additional questions and make sure everything's the right fit and that you're good to go. But it's a great first place to start when you're looking to figure out what exactly is going to be a fit for the client. Yeah. And so the website, just for everyone has it, it's dplfp.com. And you notice on there, there's a section for our tools on the right-hand side of the top where you can see the tools we mentioned, as well as some resources where there's other podcasts like these that you can listen to, webinars that we do with academics, as well as our founder, David Lau. So tons of information on the website. Highly encourage you to come out and uh, check out the website. And also, there's a place where you can schedule a time to speak with one of our consultants. So if anything that we talked about today you know, is of interest, there's a way to go in and actually schedule a time to meet with one of our consultants, just like Bryce, that can walk you through all this. So thanks everyone for listening today. Bryce, it was great to have you on the show today. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. To hear more advisor revelations, go to dplfp.com and subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming app.